0: Welcome back to our severe case of indecision and our completely biased opinions with Ian and Tyler. And you're listening to Sound Audits. How are we doing today, Tyler? Quite well. Bueno. Bueno, senor. Um, so, today we have the first... Ladies and gentlemen, we are bringing to you the first review of an album that is actually from 2020. Can we get a round of applause? Good job, Ian and Tyler. You finally did your fucking job and reviewed relevant shit. Although I don't know when this episode is coming out, so I could eat my words here. But could you
1: enlighten us, Tyler, as to what we are reviewing? This episode is scheduled to be released in 2021. So, oh, fuck off. Today we're talking about Rare by Selena Gomez. Yes,
0: sir. Uh, I personally have never listened to a Selena Gomez album all the way through, and I really wasn't anticipating
1: reviewing this. Have you ever listened to a Selena Gomez album before this?
0: No, never touched it.
1: I've heard snippets of songs here and there, and that's like kind of it. It's like, I for me personally, it's been a channel turner on the radio. Like, one of those, you know, the song comes on, you're like, fuck this song, <laughs> you skip it. Yeah. That's been her career up yeah. to this point. Oh, uh, no. Wow, I shouldn't have said that, oh, that this early on. Oh, boy.
0: Oh, boy. Well, I mean, that doesn't necessarily pertain to this album, because this is her previous work, but... We were talking about the, the current album here, and I had a thought, but I f- completely fucking forgot what it was. I mean, this is coming after a kind of a hiatus of sorts, after some health issues as well as social media issues. Uh, there were people that were invading her own personal space and
1: personal life. She has 160 million followers on Instagram, and her life has not been private for- Yeah, uh, years. Can you imagine the toll that would take on a person? Yeah,
0: yeah. I remember what I was going to say. She's one of those Disney Channel kids. She was on, what was it? Oh, Wizards of Waverly Place was her big break, I guess. And from there, she was able to get traction for a uh, um, um, musical career, which is interesting. I think she's still technically like an actress and does shit with that every once in a while. Again, she was on hiatus with just about everything due to health conditions and invasion of space. And there was a lot of drama that went on with that. Yeah, um, regardless
1: of what you think of her, she is multifaceted. She... She, she's poked her nose in many different industries. And yes. She, honestly, I'd say for the most part, she does what she does well.
0: Yeah. Has her fingers in all the pies, so to speak. I mean, her bank account would probably suggest that she does what she does well.
1: That is a fair point.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I Cardi mean, B. I think yes. Yep, pretty much. So I, th- she was born in 1992, so she's aged 28 at this point, and I think her last album was actually in 2015. Um, so we haven't gotten a new a new record or really anything in f- five years, technically four, because last year was um she released I think two songs, two singles in one day. Uh, lose you to love me and look at her now. I think were both singles from last year, late last year. It's been a while. It's been a, it's been a quick minute and she finally feels revitalized enough, uh, to be putting out new material. It is also worth mentioning that in terms of just personality types and the way that she handles herself, she seems like one of the more genuine people in Hollywood and the music industry, at least one of the more genuine, humongous pop stars. Um, luckily we're seeing more of that nowadays at, in terms of, um, I don't know the way that the, they present themselves and market themselves. Um, I think
1: we just pay more attention to people that are genuine.
0: Yeah, and I mean that's not as, that's not to say that she's genuine about everything. I don't know everything about her personal life. I know Selena Gomez stand or stand, but she generally is one of the more caring and uh I guess kind-hearted individuals uh that i've heard of that has the kind of following that she does so with that in mind i just i just wanted to put that out there that i don't i'm not me saying stuff about this album is not necessarily me commenting on her personality or anything like that because I do not have a problem with her as a person. But she's been in, I'm looking at the list here and there's like a lot of things that she's been a part of and actually in terms of acting. She was in Hotel Transylvania film franchise, which I didn't know. And she was in 13 Reasons Why. I think I did know that. Um, she's released four studio albums at this point, Four official ones. Uh, four or five as of right now. I mean she has this new one. She had Revival in 2015 and she also had, okay yeah it is four. Stars Dance. Um she's been in the game for a a little bit, at least in the music industry, um, and she has made a- a, no, needless to say, she's made an enormous name for herself, uh, gained massive popularity off of her stuff, have to give her credit where credit is due, and I mean, that's- that's kind of that. Yeah, she's been compared to people like Ariana Grande and Taylor Swift and, like, the massive popularity of all those people, so, yeah, with that in mind- we've kind of gotten her out of the way. We can talk about the music on here a little bit because this is an interesting record for us to review anyway. We haven't really done anything like it. I'm kind of excited. Shall we talk about the music, Tyler? On 2015's
1: revival, Selena Gomez told us that she would learn to take better care of herself we are five years later nearly five years later and we are getting to that point on rare she puts the promise into action in many ways her third solo album is i read a rolling stone article and it said that this is this is the act of ruthlessness and getting her life back together despite it in many ways being out of her own hands A lot of times it seems like she's trying to like dance out the toxins and that are, that are weighing her down. She has loads of influence by people like Lizzo. Of course, Lizzo had a massive year, but the whole Lizzo attitude of I love myself. This appears on the album a lot of different times. It has that sort of upbeat energy throughout, which with everything she had going on, I, I think that I, Honestly, I'm okay with it.
0: It's worth noting that she is not as forward as Lizzo either, though. She is. She y- is pop. She is pop, but she doesn't have the same attitude as Lizzo. She is pop. Yes, I was going to say that, that, that. This is a true is why. This is a true blue pop record. This is this is this is it. This is radio pop for you. And uh, if that's what you like, then I'm sure that you like the hell out of this album. I like what you said earlier about the whole Rolling Stone thing. I thought that was a good... That was a good opening statement for, like, her headspace and stuff. And I... One thing that I don't mind is uh, a lot of the attitude of this project... I don't find it to be too obnoxious. A lot of the times, it's kind of just it, it's pop. It's it is what it is. Um, there aren't any topics that really stray too far from the normal pop tropes. And I mean, she has some interesting points of view. Um, like on "Lose You to Love Me," I thought that her point of view on that track was actually kind of interesting. Um, the the place that she's singing from. I I want
1: to say that "Lose You to Love Me" is I don't know. I thought I thought "Use You to Love Me." She covered you know the reconciliation of heartbreak and like the the bad habits that had manifested her life before i don't know this this album to me comes across like a like self-care routine what ki- that's kind of what it is and i have more thoughts on that later but uh continue I mean,
0: I can start on "Lose You to Love Me." I guess I I liked the attitude of the song, and I liked well. Let's have some overalls first. This is a very very high gloss, very 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 big production budget. You can tell that she had a team working behind her. This is not uh, a do it in your do it yourself uh, bedroom pop album or anything like that. Like Billie Eilish's albums sound like this is definitely like a big budget pop production, as we said before, like Taylor Swift or um, uh, Ariana Grande would do. People of, uh, that stature. So, with that in mind, again, this is, um, a true blue pop album, and it is what it is. You take it, or you leave it, kind of thing. Um, Lose You to Love Me, like Tyler said, is one of the only ballads on here. Uh, kind of a piano ballad, and I like her- the thing that I like, as well as her attitude on the track, uh, is her vocal melody on the hook. I thought her vocal melody on the hook had- a very, very nice ebb and flow to it, especially with the chord progression, uh, with the peaks that it reached. I, I definitely liked the way it fit in, and I also liked on the second verse when the, uh, the sub bass came in, um, and usually I find that trashy, but the, the, the bass kind of envelops you, and then these plucky strings come in, and it's, it's actually a fairly, hard-hitting moment on the album uh and i enjoyed that for what it was ring i also thought was uh an interesting uh point of view kind of i guess i, I i'm not a fan of all the lyrics on here i think some of them are generic and they have no flavor to them whatsoever this um, is the
1: liked section
0: yes this is the like section i'm just saying that i the despite that i don't find the Point of view is embarrassing or anything like that. And I thought this is also another point here. Um, speaking of her Spanish Mexican heritage, uh, she incorporates some of that into her music this time. I don't know how much she did that on her earlier projects, but this is one of the tracks where she did it. And I think this is the most tasteful interpretation of that um, with some of the ry- rhythms mimicking latin rhythms and uh the uh some of the uh i what do you call that the really it's a very very fast it's almost kind of like flamenco strumming at one point in the track where it's kind of like a breakdown i liked that part um as well as well as some of the vocal melodies resemble that of latin and i thought relatively speaking that this was a fairly good use of it it didn't clash too 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 much with the pop influence that came through on the track it, it wasn't horrendous and then fun i enjoyed the core progress there are a couple tracks on here that the chord progressions were more interesting some than some of the other ones but fun had an interesting chord progression as well as the bridge on this song was really nice as well you know what this i, I that's it this this album is 13 songs long in 41 minutes i've talked about three tracks of it i didn't mind some of the attitude on this album but god damn is it a pop record
1: <laughs> god god damn is it a pop record do you have anything else to add really okay go ahead i just have a few thoughts okay as I was listening to this, I jotted down a few notes. I'd like to cover a few of those. Starting off with the title track. The title track opens the album. It's what I would have expected. It is, I'd say the cliche of a pop album, but it's, it's fine. It, there's nothing wrong with it. In many ways, Gomez is celebrating her own uniqueness and there's nothing wrong with that. She, she has gone through a lot of heartbreak in the past and she notes that she is deserving of someone who recognizes that fact to that she, she is unique in a lot of ways. And that is true. She at one point was the most followed person at Instagram. She, I think she still might be. She was at one point the most followed person on Twitter. She is one of a kind in many respects. Even if you don't like her work, it doesn't matter. She's been successful. She's proven successful and she got there on her own in many ways. I thought that, you know, her, she has a very signature, like breathy delivery that gives her the necessary vulnerability to, you know, explain her, her lyrics. And you kind of understand the way she's feeling on a lot of the songs. And you, you get the feeling that she's been through a lot. And I don't feel qualified to be able to say that I didn't like that because I, in many respects, I understand the way that she's feeling. The album has a remarkably unified sound and it has many kooks, Um, Selena Gomez is 27 and I feel like she's starting to get herself together and that shows across the album in many different ways. To me, this album is consistent. Whether I liked it or not, she's putting on a consistent sound. She's putting on a consistent vibe and there's really nothing wrong with that because there's a lot of artists that are just so all over the place that I don't know what's going on. I can't make heads of it. I can't make sense of it. I don't really understand. Her music is not difficult to understand. That's a double-edged sword. That's a good thing and that's a bad thing. If your music is too obvious, nobody's going to care what you're saying because there's nothing to read into. And in many ways, that's true in this album. There is not a whole lot to read into. This is a pop record. You get what you expect on it, but the simplicity of it doesn't hurt it i don't think i don't think the simplicity of it hurts her voice is not powerful it's not you know it doesn't possess a wide range but it's very distinctive it's very much her and it's very assertive her phrasing and her delivery across the songs is strong and she definitely handles the melodies she does a strong job of this and i know she had an entire team of people working behind her i am not a professional you know audiophile I can't tell you across the tracks if everything is auto-tuned I would assume so being that this is the typical pop record but as far as her phrasing and her delivery went she she did fine she did as I would have expected or better than I expected so that's for me a positive rather than a negative that's something that I wanted to say and for a section that I didn't think would have many positives I was scraping the bottom of the barrel for anything and that's one of the things that I said, you're welcome. You heard it here. Her phrasing was fantastic.
0: (laughs) She knows her way around the melody. I agree. But um, again, double-edged swords. We will talk about that in the next section. As for your comment earlier about this album being cohesive
1: and that there's nothing wrong with that. I didn't say cohesive. No, you didn't say cohesive. What was the word you used? I said consistent. Consistent. This album is consistent in what it delivers. It doesn't lead you on and leave you high and dry. You get what you expect. I said wow. that that is not okay, a bad yeah, yeah. thing. No,
0: you're right. You're I, Okay, you're right. Uh, the consistency on this project, though, I do have an issue with. And I'm going to start with the first track because the first track is an atrocity. I, I hated it. Um, I, I could not stand it. Uh, I thought it was the most boring, bland pop bullshit that I've ever heard. Uh, Not that I've ever heard, but I've heard so far in 2020. Haha, <laughs> get it? Because no other pop bullshit has been released this year. It's not good. It is not a good opener. It's like two minutes long, a little bit over two minutes long there's no substance her hook is what in the hell was this hook some overalls here no this album was not consistent at all i hated it for it there are so many so many influences being pulled from so many different places on so many different tracks here um and although it is consistent in the aesthetic and things of that nature and uh it's consistent in just how bland it is um the sounds here, some of them are just really. Are we still in 2015? Like one of them, I was listening uh, in the car uh, with my girlfriend, and she was like, "Is this? Isn't this ripped straight out of Gotti's song? Now you're just somebody that I used, somebody that I used to know." The the guitar on one of the so- tracks, it, no, it was Ring, it was Ring. Um, and I mean, it is more Latin than somebody that I used to know, but I was like, "Yeah, it kind of is." And then um, dance again. I think it was as well. I was like, what is this? 2015 with The Weeknd? Just fucking can't feel my face with this fucking slap bass and shit. I was like, what in the hell? What in the hell is going on here? And then, um, People You Know? What is this? A Zed song? With all the layered vocals on the bridge and shit? Is this Stay? Featuring Alessia Cara? It feels like this album is very out of touch with, uh, okay, in some respects it's very out of touch with modern trends. I will say that I, I appreciated the Mexican, the the. Latin Latin, Mexican musical influences that came through on this album at some points, but goddamn at some points, if they didn't feel like they were being put in there solely for the reason that it is what is popular right now. God, do I hate it. God, do I hate it, because now that Trap is leaving, okay, it's not necessarily leaving, but Latin is coming more and more into the mainstream. Thanks, Despacito. And... God, do I hate it, because uh, the the Takitaki Taki song that she was featured on, like, in 2018 or something like that, was one of the worst songs of that year. I, honestly, I got flashbacks on the song, kind of crazy. I was like, what in the hell is this bullshit? You're gentrifying your own fucking heritage. Jesus. Am I, a, I'm a white guy. Am I allowed to say that? Like, <laughs> um, I just, God, God, did I hate it. Um, and the song with uh, Black, uh, Sixlack, however you want to pronounce his name, I don't know how you pronounce it, Crowded Room, it's so boring and bland, and nothing happens for the first minute and a half of the song, and then the, the, uh, the feature is so unneeded, this is just like, it, It feels like he was put on there for the sake of his name being on the song and it bringing in a wider audience because he's on there, because I know he's a popular artist or he was a popular artist earlier on in, or, um, I guess it was 2018 now at this point. This album is so unbelievably bland though, that it's offensive. It's so inoffensive that it's offensive is basically what I'm getting at here. And it's so sterile. It's so, it's so clean. It's so safe. And again, I have nothing... No problem with Selena Gomez as a person or anything like that. And I don't know how big of a hand she had in this either. I for all I know, it was all the production team. um, so maybe I'm just shitting on them, but damn it if this album was boring to listen to this this album was was a chore at some points. And the last track featuring Kid Cuddy, are you kidding me? Like, this feels like a novelty act, because she... Kid Cudi and Selena Gomez have about as much chemistry as fucking oh my god it, 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 it's like trying to make a baby by sticking the, the penis into somebody's ear and hoping that that works and there's, it doesn't work stop no no you stop it there red flag stop the plane we have a we have a f- fucking bad engine it shouldn't have even left the fucking cutting room floor
1: I thought you had like stop the plane like somebody was doing that on a plane <laughs> Stop the plane. Somebody's fucking somebody else's ear holes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Clean up on all four. We have a clean up on all four. (laughs) Your plane has four aisles? (laughs) No, just aisle four. I don't fucking know. Do you have anything else to add? Because this album was so bland to me. It was so tasteless. It's the equivalent of eating raw fucking chicken.
1: I said this to Ian earlier. This album is called Rare, and it's the most common thing that has been put out. In it, it's just common. I'm not going to say it's the most common. It's common. It is exactly the antonym of its f- title.
0: We get it, okay? Rare Rare is referring to herself. It's not referring necessarily to the music on this project and stuff. It's a personal thing. It has to do with her own self-image and stuff like that. Again, no problem with that. And we were talking about how it's like a self-care thing for herself as well. And that's great. And so I know some people are going to get down with that and vibe with that. To me, though, it's not going to matter if the music is shit. And I'm, I'm not going to say that the music is awful across this project. At some points it's more bearable than it is. Sometimes, it's just painfully mediocre. Sometimes, I just couldn't stand it. I could not stand it. Didn't mind the attitude of the project and what a lot of it had to, she had to say on this record. Even though I sometimes had problems with the lyrics, I would just roll my eyes back into the back of my skull and think, God damn, where have I heard this trope before the other 15 million times that I've ever made the horrible decision to turn on the radio? Um, nah, nah, this wasn't for me. This was not, this was not for me. the Like, when people say pop bullshit, this is kind of radio pop bullshit. And that you could take that for what it is, because that is the way I feel. That is truly the way I feel. Tyler, do you have anything to add whatsoever to my opinions?
1: Not in this section. Okay,
0: well, let's just wrap this up then, shall we?
1: I'm going to start off by saying that this is the side of the music industry that I do my best to avoid.
0: It kind of feels like that Justin Bieber song that was released a little while ago. It's not as bad as that. It's, yeah. If it's so corporate is what it feels like. It feels like the music industry equivalent to Starbucks.
1: Yeah, that this is kind of what but I was going to say. This is like one of the terrible flavored cooks that they only sell in like Japan because no one else will drink it. It's like it's just bad. It's off brand is terrible. It's as mainstream as it comes, and it still feels wrong. It feels... It makes me uncomfortable. Just this... this I try my best to avoid this and try to get out of my comfort zone to record this, and it bit me in the ass, as per usual.
0: I think it was... This was an interesting thing for us to review, because we've never done
1: anything like this before. Yeah, we never cover ass sometimes. Not like We cover our own asses. I'll cover Tyler's ass every once in a while with my mouth. Ian covers my lawyer expenses. Um... I'm going to start off by saying I feel bad giving this a terrible, terrible review, but for how publicly and privately painful her life has been the past few years, uh, her worsening struggles with lupus, uh, she had a kidney oh, transplant. This is what it is. Uh, okay. She has been in. She's she's experienced long stays in mental health hospitals uh under, undergoing treatment for what she has going on mentally and her high high profile breakups with other celebrities that is covered from every possible angle and story and imagination in every tabloid that you would ever walk past in a supermarket she's everywhere and yeah yeah i can't imagine living a life where you can't avoid yourself That is a terrifying thought.
0: Your life is basically micromanaged by the media because you make them so much money that they can't fucking get enough of
1: you. That's gotta be rough. Despite all of this... I feel for her. I feel for her. Despite all of this, she tried, and she did, but she tried to put out an upbeat album. I'm gonna... I'm going to be as positive as I can, and I'm going to leave it at that. She tried to deal and cope and all of that... I think out, she successfully was positive putting out a
0: at least a the beat attitude album.
1: She has a lot of baggage. I don't think that means she's incapable of moving on. I think that she's getting there. I will listen to her next album and I we will be her. covering yeah. it. Yeah. You never know. She it, this could be a Charlie XCX scenario. Maybe it could be. She might not be there yet, but Charlie got there and it's not impossible because everything that Charlie put up uh, up until that point was the same deal. It was off-brand coke. It was bad. It was not it was not good.
0: She just needs to sign with PC Music camp. That's the only thing. Never trust but, that
1: shit. But she's put out a half-assed Taylor Swift album that I will not be returning to. That's I'm that. feeling a mid 3.
0: Yeah, I I agree. Mid three. 3 is about where I'm feeling. I don't think it's
1: a 2 it's a three and the not thing only that a three but like once you get into the levels 3.4. of
0: bad you have to because the level it works is the same way as levels of good when you get in the upper echelons something has to be so fucking good to be like a nine it has to blow you the fuck away it's the same thing with going down it has to blow you the fuck away in the opposite direction you have That's to be true. so like mentally fucked up from a project to give it a one This did not mentally fuck me up. This was boring. This was bland. This wasn't completely offensive. This didn't, like, break the boundaries of bad or anything like that. It was just fucking boring. And bland and whatever, insert fucking adjective there to describe said album. It is what it is, man. It's not like we've said before. It is what it is. I kind of feel bad for this super
1: positive review, but uh, <laughs> I can't yeah.
0: really help it much.
1: That was that was those were our thoughts, and it is what it is. Now, and are, now we now are we are complete. We have Ian and I have reached completion, and we have sound audited ourselves and, <laughs> and and all of you fine people who are Hell listening yeah. from all over the globe thank Imagine you that.
0: very much for listening um we will be releasing new episodes same time 9 a.m eastern standard go follow the artist Selena gomez if you feel like it if you're not already uh as well as uh go and follow us at sound artist podcasts on instagram we are posting frequently and updating frequently uh
1: which is cool uh, if you would like to support our podcast, you can donate at anchor.fm slash sound audits. You can find us on all of the podcasting platforms, whatever device, whatever you're listening to. If you have an Alexa, ask your Alexa to play sound audits. It will. For your entire family. It will. Because... Play it while you make dinner and listen to episodes that we scream. Yeah. That's so... content.
0: That's what, That's the definition of content.
1: Uh, but anyway, other than that, you've been,
0: you've been sound Audited. thank you very much for listening we will see you same time next week if you have any suggestions for us for albums that we should review in the coming months uh with 2020 being a brand new big old year ahead of us big exciting year with lots of new music if you have any suggestions any albums that you're anticipating let us know hit, hit us up give us a dm something like that shoot us something and we will do our best to get around to it i guess i mean semester's coming up yippee ki motherfuckers um, and we will see you next week peace out